0: Welcome back, everybody, to High Flyer Radio. <laughs> number... it's, one of the, it's one of those kind of days. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to High Flyer Radio. It's number 61, the best podcast here on the planet for wrestling and wrestling news and all that wonderful stuff. As always, it is your High Flyer Radio champion, alongside my other host, Aiden.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope everybody had a great week. Uh, what a what a kind of crazy week that it's been in the world of professional wrestling, bro. I'm excited to sit down here. We're a little bit late today. Sorry, guys. But, uh, you know, life happens. Things happen. Readjusting some things. But, you know, we're here. We're here <laughs> to talk about some wrestling news. So go sure. ahead, folks. Go ahead and grab a seat, guys. Because if you guys like watching your wrestling on TV, if you guys like watching wrestling podcasts, then you're going to love watching it live. Go ahead and grab a seat. $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com using the code TheNerdCorps. T-H-E-N-E-R-D-C-O-R-P-S. $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Thank you to our sponsor. Now let's go ahead and get this shit cracking, baby.
0: Damn straight. Uh, First of all, though, how are you doing today? Everything good? I know you rocking that Seamus shirt right
1: there. Yeah, I was like, uh, we gotta correct some things that we talked about earlier in the week. So I just had to go ahead and throw on the same shirt again. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but yeah, rocking that Seamus shirt. Um, I'm doing great today, man. It's been a it's been a great week, honestly. So kicking off the new year, right?
0: Damn straight. Can't wait to talk about this stuff because we're getting hot here. Um where around town is that switchblades. Jay White. His contract is set to expire, and it seems that the man may not be sticking around in New Japan any longer.
1: Yeah, go ahead and read this off for us. Fightful Select has learned that Switchblade Jay White's contract is up relatively soon and is expected to leave New Japan pro wrestling. Those who have spoken with believe that both WWE and AEW are interested in getting Jay White. Jay White is booked in a Loser Leaves Japan match in Osaka on February 11th against Hikaleo, which if you guys have been keeping up with the Tama Tonga, Hikaleo, Jay White storyline, things have been heating up there. So looks as though he's booked in that Loser Leaves Town match. WWE has expressed interest. Uh, those in the New Japan roster all believe that Jay White wants to be in the United States for the time being. So the question is, where will we see the Switchblade pop out next, man? What do you think?
0: Oof. Um I know that we never got in any actual like resolution to the whole Jay White showing up in AEW and then what's it called? Uh Forbidden Door happens and then what's it called? Uh Bound oh, for yeah.
1: Bound for Glory. Remember Bound for Glory whenever he showed up uh yeah. and, and they did the two suite with him and Omega and we were all yeah. like, Oh yeah, we're getting Omega versus Jay White and then boom, nothing.
0: Nothing. We we're like, what the hell? Yeah. And we thought we were gonna see like oh Kenny and uh Jay are gonna have their, their match because like what's it called? It's the leaders of Bullet Club coming to, to go against each other. Nope, it never happened. And we were just waiting and yeah. nothing ever came about it. But I know damn well that Tony Khan will want to to get Jay White. Um mm-hmm. I think we all know here that Tony Khan is a huge NJPW fan, and he must be a huge um, JY fan. But I don't know, man. I'm kind of interested in seeing him go to WWE.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, as we'll we'll get into later on in the show, no (laughs) doubt, uh, my feelings have kind of shifted in regards to wanting to see talent show up at WWE for the time being. I'm a little bit hesitant on that, and honestly, I think if you're a wrestler working in the industry right now, you're probably also a little hesitant on that as well, so honestly, if the rumors are true, Jay White is kind of looking to maybe expand outside of Japan, you know, if he loses this loser leaves Japan uh, match and shows up here in America, um, honestly, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up on AEW, and I know it's one of those things of You know the roster's already bloated enough, as we all know. But you know, I think for someone like a Jay White, especially with how much that AEW's kind of pushed Bullet Club, and it feel to me, I feel like Bullet Club is like a damn ready to break. You know, like I feel like Bullet Club is starting to get some momentum back, and I feel like you know now with Juice Robinson on your roster. You know, if you add a Jay White into the mix, you've got Kenny Omega with the brand with the the IWGP United States Championship belt right now too. You know, so if you want to maybe take a break on the Osprey storyline and give that some time to build up, maybe wait till Osprey is ready to come back to AEW, and then you could maybe run a feud finally with Kenny and Jay White. I mean, that might be interesting.
0: I'm down with that, and um, I know that there's a you know it'd be great to see like trios tag matches too you know you get juice you get jay in there and um fuck get, it chris, chris bay chris yeah. bay bro chris bay let's go like, oh, you could do something there but i i think i'm i i'm down to see wherever he goes um i don't know how the future what the future of WWE looks like but i know that if we're at the rumble what's it called and we hear if i hear Jay White's music or something pop off i'm like i know that i'm gonna fucking mark out
1: yeah that would be fucking insane and by the way totally while like reading all this i just realized that i believe that the date has already passed on that loser leaves town (laughs) which i totally didn't watch so i'm actually gonna look up and see jay white versus kikaleo because i believe it said january 11th it's
0: january 13th right now i think
1: yeah, it's January 15th. See, 15? man, I told you. One of those kind of Sundays, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna be real honest, y'all. I was I was uh taking a nap and uh I woke up and I checked my phone and it was at 124 and I was like, Oh shit, where do you have show today? So right. um <laughs> I and, had to get up.
1: And I have all right. Well, I have no idea. Uh, sorry, guys. If anyone is listening live right now and wants to get us that information in the comments, I would totally appreciate that. But yep. yeah, man, it's one of those kind of days, but we're still powering through, bro. We've got this, uh, you know, might be you know, maybe controversial. I don't know. But we've got this MJF promo, right? So everybody knows we're on the build to AEW Revolution. I was looking for a good segue, man, but I just couldn't find it, guys. So we're just hard jumping into it. <laughs> but we all know, hey man, it is what it is. We all know that we're on the road to AW Revolution right now. MJF, Brian Danielson. It looks like we're going to be getting that sixty minute that sixty minute uh, Iron Man match between the two. And oh. so the whole storyline, right? Yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, I'm I'm hyped for that, bro. I've been. Ooh, give it to me. Anyways, the whole storyline is that Brian Danielson has to win every single match until February 8th, I believe, uh, or else he won't be able to challenge MJF for the title. So the whole you know we had the match between Takesha and Brian Danielson, but before that, MJF comes out and he starts cutting this promo on Takesha and he starts kind of getting into some, you know some territories that a lot of people uh, depending on your views of the world would view as, you know, some might say the word would be problematic you know the whole this is where we'll kind of break into this because i'm genuinely curious what you think about this to me mjf has always been like an old school nwa just complete an utter asshole like he doesn't give a shit about anyone or anything and to me it's like i'm seeing some people say that like Oh, MJF is just cheap heat. Oh, MJF is like, you know, the content that he got onto this past Wednesday on Dynamite is like, it's not, you know, it's not good. You know what I mean? Like it's a bad look for him. I kind of want to know, Raul, what do you think about the whole concept of like, is MJF just cheap heat and is it getting old?
0: I don't know. Whatever, whatever that segment did, it worked for uh for me, rooting for Takesh. Because I watched I, I watched it called, I watched that segment, and after that was done, I was like, Yo, Takeshita's gonna be the first Japanese uh, AEW world he- world heavyweight champion. Yeah, he's gonna sure. become the first Japanese world heavyweight champ. Like you can tell how much Tony Khan is behind Takeshita and how oh, much yeah. he likes him. And I I truly think that give or take maybe like next year or the year after that, I think I think Takeshi's gonna be a cha- uh, champion. I think he's gonna be. Damn, you think next year? Probably, yeah. I wanna say two years tops two years tops I think Takesha's gonna be champ
1: uh, I, I would say two yeah I would say two years is more likely like I'm thinking yeah. maybe like 2024 2025 but no doubt for sure that this guy's got that type of potential in his future he's definitely yeah. the one thing that I definitely like about Takesha before I get onto the mjf side of things the one thing that I like about what they've been doing with Takesha is that they're always keeping him involved with like those main event players. Like, they're always keeping him involved with people who are, like, on the world heavyweight title scene. He's not ever really kind of, like, dicking around in the mid-card, having feuds with, like, I don't know, fucking, like, QT Marshall in the factory or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't, at least not yet, you know what I mean? They haven't done that to the poor guy. But I like the way that they're positioning Takeshita. And honestly, man, I totally, like, I'm with you, man. This MJF promo, it worked for me, man. MJF worked to get
0: me behind him, behind uh, Takeshita. Yeah,
1: and that's exactly what it was supposed to do, right? Was you're supposed to come out, and I think that they were worried because this is the same building that MJF had that promo on Tony Khan where he called him out and called him a fucking mark and all that shit, you know, and CM Punk chased him out of the building. I think the worry was, man, this LA crowd is really probably going to be behind MJF. yeah. So they had to do something where he really came out there and really pulled all the strings of, you know, the... The California crowd, which, you know, as the Trump mentions later on in the show, you might view you would understand what their views on the world might be. So MJF coming out here <laughs> and getting the cheap heat on Takesha thought it worked. And Takesha looked great whenever he noticed, yeah. you know, whenever he had his two lines that he dropped at MJF, where he said something in Japanese, and then MJF's like, here we speak American. And then, you know, Takesha gets the mic back again and he said, like, oh, I'm gonna kick your ass or whatever. Yeah. You know, it was great. You know, it worked for me. Plus yeah. the fucking match between Takesha and Danielson was fucking awesome, dude.
0: Yeah, thank you for joining us in the comments, Bill. Um, I felt uncomfortable with the comment, but that's me. Hey, what's it called? We respect. respect it. You know, I mean, that's are supposed to do. That's yeah. just
1: me, though. But yeah. I respect. Yeah, respect. Respect. We all
0: felt uncomfortable with it. What's it called? Uh, respect it. You mm-hmm. know, I thought. I thought it worked. I was like, eh. I was like, maybe like, maybe what's it called? Uh, I, I, I'm. I think like. Maybe MGF, what's it called? Uh, Could have gone from a different angle, but like, if anything, the the segment worked for me. It worked, and it was like, hey, I'm completely behind Takeuchi because when he just like says something in Japanese, and then I was like, oh, kiss my ass, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, okay, and, and then goes to like the punch, and I was like, okay, okay, now we're now we're gonna get this popping, like, right. yeah, I was I was down to I was down to what's called with the segment, and I was like, okay, all right. If anything, it, it made me more interested in wanting to see more Takeshita than it did wanting to see uh, more what's it called uh more talking from MJF I was like oh, okay I think he did a good yeah. job of what he had to do there
1: yeah because the whole thing and I've been saying this for a while the thing with MJF now is that his role as the champion is completely different than his role as he was building to getting the championship yeah because the whole point of building up mjf everything that they've done with him since double or nothing 2019 everything since then has been to get mjf's point of him being the aw world champion and that was to set him up and to make you understand the character now that yeah. we understand who maxwell jacob friedman is now that he is the world champion it's a different position Because now he's no longer, you know, he's not one of the pillars. He's the fucking, he's the whole platform. Like, he's the thing that you have to, that you have to overcome. He doesn't have to worry about overcoming you. He's not challenging you anymore. You have to challenge MJF. And I think that that's the story that they're really trying to tell here with Maxwell is between him and Danielson. Danielson, we already know Danielson's world champion. I mean, how many times has Danielson been world champion? I mean, in in how many years, how many decades have we loved Danielson? And everybody knows that Danielson's the shit. He's probably, you know, I would say he is the greatest wrestler in ring of all time. So the whole point is now MJF is feeling insecure about the fact that, like, he's like, I'm the pillar. Like, I shouldn't have to be worried about you. You need to be worried about me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Danielson's calling out his insecurities with saying, you know, you can't can't hang with me. We're going to go into the 60-minute Ironman match. So... That's the story that's that I'm reading as anyways, you know, and I love everything that they're doing here.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um well we saw our conclusion to the best of seven series, and uh fuck man, what a uh,
1: speaking of a series. Speaking of a series.
0: What's up, Kylie?
2: Um uh, just plotting my revenge. Oh gosh, yeah. <sighs> Kylie, Kylie,
0: Kylie, Kylie. You know, Do
2: you have-
1: Do you have something to, is there a a reason that we've been graced with your your presence um, here today, Kylie?
2: I realized like corporates against me, they made sure Raul was champion. They gave him a stupid lunchbox. They did everything possible. And I was like, hmm, what do I need to be able to compete with the bureaucracy of this division? I need a big, hot, sexy, badass of a man. That will be revealed next week. Oh god! In the tag Um, team division.
1: Are you saying, Kylie, that you are officially in the High Flyer Radio Inaugural World Tag Team Championship Tournament that starts January twenty eighth? Yes, I am. Wow! What incredible breaking news! Uh, Well, I guess that we'll be learning who whoever your partner is next week. do you have any hints that you might be able to give us?
2: Well, he's a big, beefy man.
0: Oh, good Lord.
2: <laughs> he's the beak. You could say he's the big, slim gym of beefiness of High Fire Radio. Wow, incredible. You know, and like, we'll have a, like a real championship to be proud of. Besides, uh-huh. you know, the Intergalactic Universal Championship.
0: Yeah, the toy that you picked up and you just what's it called? Got oh, the internet. That, that, so that
2: cost a few, uh, a couple hundred. Thank you.
0: Nah, yeah, a couple hundred for a toy that didn't mean shit. You
2: know, you, you know it fun? ended up
0: getting unified to this, and this is what's right here on my shoulder. The forever. It champ- doesn't matter. It's you just, don't hold like, the correct championship. I have the correct time. This is the only time that's ever mattered. You this sound is like the a Dallas cowboy
2: fan. Oh, this- we're gonna win the Super Bowl this year, guys. We're gonna get knocked down on Monday.
0: It's all all good. good. Watch, watch the last watch-along that we were on. Watch who finished it. Who who won that match? You wanted to cry around here and be like, Rose didn't even beat me the first time. He cashed in on me okay. I put an end to that fucking rumor. I put an end to it because guess what? That watch-along, I finished Raul, it up. I beat you.
2: Miracles happen. Hmm. Like, once in a Dad, blue I'm movie. not
0: a miracle. I'm not.
2: Oh, I know you. I'm a blessing. I'm a blessing to to this.
0: I'm a blessing to this division. I'm a blessing.
2: I wouldn't go go that.
0: It's gonna be worse for you because whoever ends up being my champ, who's gonna gonna be my tag team champ, and I become the first double champ, it's gonna be hell for all you. You're gonna have corporate
2: just run the show and give you a great tag team partner that you're gonna get carried by, because we all know you get carried by Aiden on this show. No, no,
0: no. Y'all want to talk about how like corporate like loves me, but y- that just shows y'all don't actually watch the paper you You write, shit. You write his what's shit. it called? Geo Geo Geo's been what's it called talking his shit, and Geo's never even gotten close to this thing right here.
2: Tell me one time Geo did me a favor. Tell me once, Aiden. Hey, listen, I'm just
1: here <laughs> trying to carry on with our show. It seems that you've come in here, you've announced that you're going to be in the High Flyer Radio World Tag Team Championship Tournament and we will find out who your partner is next week,
2: Kylie. And Guy. I would have to just say one thing my mm-hmm. exit. Let's go Giants today.
0: At least we can agree with something here. Yep. Have a good show,
2: guys. Congratulations, Aiden, on uh, carrying dead weight. Yeah, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, speaking about uh, congratulations on some things, congratulations are in order. To yeah. the brand new AEW Trios Oof. World champion, Champions, the Elite. The Elite have won. They are now two-time uh, Trios World Champions, which is pretty funny uh, <laughs> already. <laughs> Kenny Omega climbed the ladder in the... Es- what did what you say what it was?
0: Escalera uh, de la Muerte.
1: Yeah, that. Which was an amazing match this
0: week on Dynamite. Raúl, what do you think? Dude, what a fucking match. I saw clips. God damn the fucking, what's it called? One-winged angel off the top of the the ladder. that was crazy.
1: That was crazy.
0: I was a damn good match, y'all. I knew that it was probably going to end up with the Elite, like, winning. But I like the story that they build up. And I'm glad that it's kind of bad that, like, they had to work for it, like, really Mm -hmm. hard to get back to their position as the champs. And now that it's happened, I can't wait to see who is going to go up against them. Against them.
1: Yeah. And speaking on who's going up against them, man, like, this is where I'm a little, like, confused. Because, okay, so a couple weeks ago, they brought back House of Black, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we were starting to see the vignettes. It looked like the House of Black was returning soon. And they came out, and they've been around now. But they've kind of just been, like dicking around in this weird feud with like eddie kingston and ortiz that like i'm already kind of uh, about because i really like i really hate the way that they've dropped the ball with eddie kingston as a character in general ever since double or nothing and blood and guts and every you know the way that they kind of like i i thought it was such a bad idea to 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 have claudio be the one to make jericho or like make whoever tap out at the blood and guts match and then they never even set up anything between claudio and kingston because it was it was right there for for kingston to be the guy to be like that was my match to win claudio like you fucked it up for me but yeah you know
0: i i've been feeling off with kingston since the stupid shark tank thing yeah 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 exactly that's where it was like you guys are fucking this man up hard like yeah
1: Yeah, and it sucks to see that. But it's also kind of like, that's one side of this problem with the House of Black. Because now I have no idea why they're feuding with House of Black.
0: Like it doesn't it
1: doesn't really like it's not there's something that's not connecting there with me, especially whenever it felt like the point of them bringing House of Black back was for them to say, hey, we realized that we kind of didn't know what we were doing last time with them. This time we've got a plan. And it feels almost worse than the last time that they were around because everybody was starting to get hyped up for this feud between the Elite and House of Black. Like, obviously, it felt like that's where we were going with this, right? And so, yeah. you know, it's you know, it, it's interesting. I thought the Best of Seven series was great, um, but I'm a little bit confused as far as, like, what the direction is going to be moving forward. Um, I think the Young Bucks and Top Flight have a match coming up uh, this week on Dynamite. Uh, so maybe that's going to be setting up something between them and, like, AR Fox and Top Flight, so that could be really cool. I mean, I know that that's going to be great, but it's just, you know, it's just a little confused on the direction of House of Black right now, but I don't know. Maybe they want to play the lawn game and and heat up House of Black and give them a big win later on in the year, but, you know, I was ready to see House of Black become the the trio's champions, man. Yeah,
0: Uh, and if any of y'all have any information on where the All-Atlantic title is, because I haven't seen that shit in a minute, Yeah, where the hell has that been? Um, Y'all should let us know. Talk about a championship that they have. They've been once called just sidelined. And we're like, oh, cool. We put it on Cassie, but what the fuck are we doing now? Because, like, was the last time you fucking fucking defended that.
1: I mean, he's done it a couple times on, like, Rampage. And at first, it started out really good, right? Whenever they had, like, the big Shibata match that was really hyped up and the the Osprey match that was really good. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, or was that? No, I don't think that was uh, for the All-Atlantic title. I think that was just, you know. that that was was, a match. That that was for the U.S. title when Osprey had it, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't even count that one. Well, I guess they hyped up the Big Shibata match, but I don't remember anything else that they've done, really.
0: Nope. Nope.
1: Yeah.
0: Ah, Uh, man.
1: Too bad, too bad. But, you know, you're talking about things that are being sidelined and weren't getting enough attention. People who were sidelined and are now back and now getting attention. Adam Cole returned this week, this past uh, Wednesday on Dynamite. He claimed that he only had some good news and some bad news that he wanted to talk about. The good news was that he was uh, he was back, and that the bad news the bad news was for the AEW locker room. And Adam Cole cut this amazing babyface promo talked about how one day there's only going to be one man at the top of the mountain and that man is adam cole baby so raul are you ex- <sighs> are you happy to see adam cole back
0: super happy to see adam cole back also fuck you to whoever was in that crowd who kept chanting shut the fuck up and you suck oh my god i was watching the fucking clip bro i think I it was uh, sh-
1: tony shivani
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bro. I was fucking oh that grinds my gears, man. Like it's just I, I hated it, bro. I was like, Why are you doing this, bro? Like this guy is out here pouring his heart out to you about how he didn't think he was gonna be able to make it here. And um, yeah, but I'm really happy for Adam Cole. I can't wait to see what he's gonna do. And yeah, man. I'm just uh-huh. I'm just happy for the guy. I'm glad that he's okay. Nothing was yeah. nothing bad happened, and he's back to one hundred percent. He can be back in the ring, doing what he loves. Yep. You can't can't ask for anything else.
1: Yeah. Adam Cole's... Adam Cole's one of the best, man. Like, Mm -hmm. seeing what happened at Forbidden Door was genuinely scary as fuck in the moment. Watching that happen live, because I was like, holy shit, like, is Adam Cole going to be okay? You know, because the way that that match ended, it was very obvious that that was not supposed to be the finish. So, uh, you know, we'd had a a bunch of question marks about Adam Cole for the past couple Mm -hmm. months. We've been like, okay, like, what is the state of his injury? Is he okay? Adam Cole comes back and he's talking about how, you know, he couldn't even be in the car for longer than 15 minutes without, you know, without throwing up, which is really scary and crazy. Um, He was saying though that, you know, he was happy that all the fans were there for him and said, you know, even if he never returns in the ring, you know, that they would be there and, you know, they just hope that he's okay. You know, so I'm glad that he's okay. Glad that he made his recovery. I'm glad that he's back in the ring. You talked about the all Atlantic title, man. I think the perfect opportunity, because to me, I want to see Adam Cole get pushed all the way to the AEW world title. Genuinely. Like mm-hmm. if they decided like double or nothing that they were going to take the title off of MJF and it was Adam Cole, like I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> you know, I know we're doing this whole story of like MJF through 2024, but genuinely like Adam Cole is that caliber of a guy. Like you could put the world title on him and you know, I'm there, I'm here for it. But if you want to do something with that all Atlantic title, I don't know, maybe, maybe give Adam Cole his win back over orange Cassidy and, You know, maybe Adam Cole tries to elevate that Atlantic title to make it feel like uh, the North American title like he did on NXT, made that feel like a a world-class, world-caliber title. So, I don't know, man. I think that would be really interesting. But, yeah, I'm glad Adam Cole's back. I wonder who he's going to feud with.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering, too. But, um... I, I, I would I think I'd like to see that happen. You take him to give him the the all Atlantic title. Uh, but like I said, first it would be able to find that. Like where is it, man? Where's where's Orange Cassidy being with that title? Yeah.
1: Hey, but um, uh, what if they? Okay, so what if they did this? I just thought of this. Have Jay White pop up in AEW. He beats Kenny for the IWGP US title, and then you have. Adam Cole go up against Jay White because they had a little thing there that they were trying to set up with like yeah undisputed elite and bullet club, seeming like there was about to be a little bit of like some friction going on between Jay White and Adam Cole. And I believe Jay White pinned Adam Cole to retain the IWGP uh world title at Forbidden Door. So I think it would be pretty interesting if they set up something there between Adam Cole and uh Jay White, if he had the US title. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see too many titles on AEW tv that's all i'll say man it's
0: yeah it's, please don't add it's, one more it's please such a, a yeah. it's, it's so
1: it's too much man it's too much but too uh much. but listen guys if you guys want to be sure to make a healthy comeback just like adam cole did then you got to make sure that all your dietary needs are being taken care of be sure to grab all your supplementary wants and needs for five percent off over at ambrosiacollective.com using code the Nerd T H E N E R D C O R P S. Go ahead and get that overtraining solution. Make that healthy comeback. Be sure to live a better, happier, healthier New Year.
0: Damn straight. And uh, yeah, ooh, sorry, a sneeze. I had to sneeze
1: no worries no worries man it's because it's cuz we know that uh it's dense in the air right now right raul because we're getting ready to cover some fucking crazy dense uh content right oh here oh my god man uh, audio listeners youtube watchers twitch watchers bear with us right now because we are getting ready to break oh let's see what this is
0: bill says i saw i think it was uh saraya that said aw should have women's tag team titles i was like i figure out what you're doing with the two you have for for first yeah yeah honestly figure out what you're doing with the with the titles you have right now like why you already want tech no yeah i'm sorry okay before we hop
1: over into uh, what we were about to talk about i want to elaborate more on this raul
0: yeah yeah work on the two women's world titles you have right now before you, what's it called, even make a mega tag team division, because you're about to have that shit just floating around more than likely. Because, what's it called? That women's division still needs work.
1: Right. Absolutely. This is kind of one of those things. I totally forgot to bring up the fact that we did get the, re, you know, we we got the answer to our question Is Mercedes going to show up here in <laughs> AEW or not? And, you know, as we found out, the answer was no, apparently. Nope. Um, which to me was kind of like, like don't get you we shouldn't have gotten our our, like our hopes up but the fact Mm -hmm. is that tony khan promoted this in such a way that like he's done before with like the cm punk thing and like you know Britt baker's dropping like i'm the boss and they're setting up this weird friction between like Sheeta and tony storm and all that so it felt like one way or another we were gonna see mercedes at the end of this which to me was like you know i mean it was disappointing but if they do bring in Mercedes, maybe one way I would suggest if they are going to bring in uh, tag titles, I think setting up a storyline with Mercedes as the AEW Women's World Champion and Jade as the TBS title uh, champion, and then them also winning you know, the first time ever AEW Women's Tag Team Championships together, maybe you can uh, set up some type of storyline there where ultimately Jade's first loss is like a in a tag title sense or something because of mercedes and then that's how you set up jade to win the women's world title as well i don't know that would be pretty cool that's just from a fantasy booking perspective but you know it's a fun conversation nonetheless
0: i have a feeling that tony tony thought that he was gonna be able to get her yeah and i think he kind of jumped the gun and he was like doing telling them like okay just kind of tease a little bit And then at the end of it it was like, Yeah, I couldn't get her. I couldn't like that's it called maybe it just didn't work out, schedules didn't match, or the fact that maybe what's called That's what it feels like. It feels
1: like something went wrong in like the last two weeks and he had to like kind of like like do do some cleanup and he thought the Tony Storm thing was gonna be enough, but I don't think it I don't think it was, unfortunately for them.
0: I still wanna know what they're gonna do with Sheeta now that, that she had that reaction at the Yeah,
1: that was interesting, right?
0: Yeah. See,
1: for a second, I thought I had thought that that was Sheeta, like turning heel and like joining up with Britt Baker, and I was like, "Whoa, this could be really interesting." Especially given like Sheeta and Baker's history, I was like, "Yeah, you know, that would be kind of cool if like Sheeta and Baker like both turned on like Jamie Hater or something." I don't know, man. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how the storyline plays out, bro. I have no idea where it's going. Me neither. I also have no idea where this WWE sales saga, as I'm dubbing it, is going, bro. Sit back, guys. Bear with us for a second. I've got a lot of news that I want to read off here because this is dense material and I don't want to get anything wrong. So Tuesday, vague tweets emerged, speaking monster news was coming, which was in reference to the rumors of WWE selling to Saudi Arabia groups. Early in the day as well, we also had news that Uh, WWE co-CEO chairwoman Stephanie McMahon had stepped down uh, as uh, officially in her role. Uh, She's officially resigned from WWE. Uh, We had rumors that were coming out that WWE had sold to Saudi Arabia. Those were deemed false. Uh, The direct line drawn from Vince McMahon retiring in the stock price and live event attendance, viewership, and talent morale was all increasing until the fact that uh, uh, Vince McMahon stepped back into the office role uh, by using his majority shares to be able to put himself back on the board. Uh, As far as the sale side of things is concerned with (laughs) WWE, this is where things get a little bit interesting. I'm kind of cutting <laughs> around, kind of cutting around on some things here. I love this picture. I have no idea who made this. If you know who made it, drop it in the comments below. I don't want to steal things, but you know, it's it's a great picture.
0: It's a great picture.
1: It's, it's <laughs> such a great picture. Uh, the cons interest was confirmed by Wall Street Journal sister publication Barrons, who said uh, all elite wrestling, the top end, the top rival to the WWE led by Tony Khan and family, is in the pool of potential buyers for WWE. person close to the potential transaction told Barron's, adding that the Khans will, will likely look for a financial partner to acquire the asset. Tony Khan's father, Shahid Khan, and a co-owner of AEW, already owns the football team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the English soccer club, Fulham Football Club, indicating the duo have deep pockets, which we know the Khans are billionaires. So, kind of jumping around a lot of jargon here, man. Could Um, Tony Khan buy (laughs) WWE?
0: So, um, I have to... When I'm going to discuss this, I need to get in the head of one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And you have to get into the head of a fucking selfish egomaniac that I am sure that he does not care how much money the cons are able to put there is no way in hell that, that Vince would sell his creation to his competition. Like no way, there is no way there is no way he would not. And I I'm telling you this right now. I would think that first I would, I, I think that that uh triple H would go and work with Tony before this ever even remotely happens. Vince, is not going to sell to AEW. He will not. If If hell hell phase is over and this happens, I may have to take Vince to the hospital myself because he wouldn't sell his company to the competition. Yeah, and like, honestly, at this point where we truly believe that anything can happen in the world of professional wrestling, it may not seem like something out of left field, but I am still in this thinking that this egomaniac, this evil fucking person, would not sell to his co- to his uh to his competition even if they gave him all the money in the world.
1: Yeah, no way. Yeah, that exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It doesn't matter how much money the cons would offer to Vince McMahon. There's, as his theme song indicates, no chance okay. in hell that Vince McMahon would ever no. sell to AEW. But. I do kind of like to think about these things in just terms of like, what could be thinking on the side of like, okay, let's play the game and pretend here that somehow <laughs> it's been done and AEW now owns WWE. I mean, what, what do you think that that looks like?
0: That, that looks like you're, you, you remember SpongeBob episode where everybody is like the room is on fire and all mm-hmm. the Spongebob's are trying to grab like, you know, let's go like, where, where's that file? Where's the file? Where's the file? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Look, Tony is good with what he's got right now. Let him let him work with what he's got. He is not yeah. ready to, to manage a, a fucking company as big as that. He is not ready no. to take the creative endeavors of what it would mean to manage not just two different divisions, like a woman's and a man's division, a fucking developmental division, a women's division, a world title division, world, a women's tag team division. uh, Like, it's not, like, he is not ready for that at all. He's not. I
1: think it's, I think, do I want to commit to the statement that I think it would be worse if AEW bought WWE than Saudi Arabia bought WWE? Because this is where I'm coming at it from. From a fan perspective, we might think that that's a massive W, right? Because like now we live in the world where like we're getting, we can get New Day versus the Elite. We can get Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns. You know, we can get some, you know some people, man, some people want to see the Miz versus MJF. Y'all can go ahead and keep that one, but we can get these potential <laughs> dream matches that people want to see, right? But yeah. I view it from exactly what you just said, where Tony Khan is not prepared and he's got he he. We haven't, I don't think the wrestling community has delved into the psyche of Tony Khan as much as we have Vince McMahon because Tony Khan is newer to our eyes. But there's something not right with Tony Khan either, for like (laughs) genuinely, uh, because he's got an ego thing too. Like he takes shots at WWE anytime he can. I'm not convinced it wouldn't be exactly like this picture right here where it's like, (laughs) what am i tony khan doing here on wwe television i hold the fate of wwe in the palm of my hands like i wouldn't be surprised if we got that same promo and somehow everything just got ran into the ground because tony khan's not going to want to give up control on certain things that he really should
0: yeah and look i i I, um which by the way what's it called uh uh, bell says also with the alleged merge that TK wants to do to this uh, on the very, very, very few occasions that I would actually agree with Vince because it's a stupid idea. Yeah. And like I said, um look, I think that a lot of the wrestling community, we uh, like there's there's that vocal minority that is very tribalistic and is very like, you know, like, no, everything is perfect at AEW. You guys are just WWE lovers who like think that that this is... This is wrong and like ah uh, yada 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 and it's like guys please just step step back, look at what's been going down in uh, AW like like we said it here in, on, on High Fly Radio a while ago. The honeymoon phase ended a while ago, yeah. Like
1: around Forbidden gone. Door, bro. After yeah. all the injuries and everything and the punk yeah. stuff, it was over.
0: Yeah, it it would it, it's not. It is not a good choice to make to buy this company and merge these two. And then you have other people you're going to have to deal with. And then what's it called? Um, I don't even want to, bro. I don't want to find out what's called, what would happen if like, you know, another MJF situation happens with someone like, I don't know, like, like, like a Roman Reigns, bro. Like a Roman Reigns. Oh yeah. Like, um, a Roman Reigns, uh, fucking what's it called? Um, uh, Seth Rollins and stuff like that like I, I don't think that Tony's ready for this I think Tony needs to continue doing what he's doing at AEW and and improve whatever he's got over there but buying WWE is not the right move at all
1: yeah I, I completely agree uh, as good as the as good as the dream matches sound and could be and probably would be uh, you know it, it wrestling is in a very strange point in time right now but i don't think we're i don't think we're that strange yet i don't think i don't think uh, we're ever going to be in the world where aw and wwe merge per se but i think it's an interesting conversation um, yeah but still you know who who do we think is going to be the ones to ultimately buy wwe raul has your thoughts and your opinions potentially changed now with some of these saudi rumors uh, emerging i know it seems as though. No, but it's been confirmed that those were false, but yeah. some people think that there's smoke to that fire.
0: Um, I think Saudi is definitely a what's it called? Uh <laughs> hey Dean Winchester fan. <laughs> Fucking what's it called? Supernatural fan up in the in the uh comments. Thank you for uh for joining us here live. Um See, I I never
1: watched Supernatural, man. I don't know these things.
0: I don't know. I've never watched Supernatural. Luis is the one who watched Supernatural, and he loves Supernatural. But I just know who Dean Winchester is. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. I was like... Supernatural
1: pop. I heard there's a Scooby-Doo crossover with Supernatural, which is probably like the most you could ever entice me.
0: Yeah. But uh, I think the Saudi government is... The Saudi uh, Public Investment Fund is definitely up in the air. I'm still riding on this NBC Universal one. um, But... I don't know who else uh, could possibly I just I hope it I hope it doesn't fall to Saudi public investment fund please don't please don't let it fall to them yeah yeah I
1: don't know for some reason I'm starting to starting to fall into the 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 train of thought that maybe it could be Disney and the reason why I say that I know that it looks like disney's getting ready to unload like a bunch of like their sports content with espn and whatnot but at the same Mm time wwe really brands themselves on being an entertainment you know and i think that disney would like to be able to own a lot of those characters you know imagine being able to put uh like a randy savage like a macho man into like you know at disneyland or something i don't fucking know yeah. you know like, i don't know i don't know what disney would want to do but i think i think that there's a lot of money to be made between disney and wwe so I, hey, for now i'm gonna say them.
0: don't count them out that's right don't count them out yeah what's it called um if disney will wants to grow their properties and wants to gain another one i can definitely see them grabbing the wwe as well um The only thing is that, like, I don't know how it would work for them to keep, like, the ECW stuff and, you know, because, you know, damn well that Disney don't want any of that. But then again, this is, Disney is, what's it called, still has the Marvel, like, Daredevil show, The Punisher and all that. So, they're not completely, what's it called, against uh, having that, you know, more mature stuff. It's all mostly going to be held behind the, um, uh, what's it called, adult profile on Disney Plus. But, um, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. For some reason, I wouldn't count Disney out Yeah, nope. in that same boat.
0: Yeah. Especially because... Con- yeah.
1: Go, Go ahead. Again. Go. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. I, I had Go already ahead. looked away. See, man, man, we're ready to be done <laughs> this Sunday, man. This Sunday's going to be great anyway. Especially considering the theme park aspect of it. Undertaker walking around Disney World at Halloween. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I'm picturing.
0: Kane, the boogeyman. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: All that good shit. Well, well folks, I don't
0: think Kane. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I don't. think I don't think about. Yeah. It. I don't think Kane yeah. would do that.
0: But the Boogeyman, yeah, the Boogeyman, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: get the Boogeyman. You can have the Boogeyman and the Boogeyman. You can have the Boogeyman from WWE and the Boogeyman from fucking uh, Nightmare, like Nightmares, Christmas, whatever the fucking movie is. I don't know that hot to topic Nightmare. shit. The Hot Nightmare, Topic movie. Know. That's what I call it. I don't fucking know, bro.
0: Not Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas, that shit. Yeah, anyways. Anyways, folks, it's been a long Sunday. We appreciate y'all so much for, tw- for tuning in today and being here with us. Uh, uh I-, I promise you guys next week we'll be back at a regular time, and the energy levels will be correct. We both had a lot going on this week, a lot of moving parts behind the scenes, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be back tonight again. Right, Raul?
0: Yep. What's it called? Uh, We are going to be announcing the nominees for the Golden Nerdies. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. Uh, nominee's are already finished, so we're just gonna announce them to y'all. What's it called? And show y'all what, what has been nominated in 22 categories. Like, best film, best actor, best actress, best visual effects, best breakthrough performance, a bunch of other cool categories. Plus, a very special category that Brad and myself created to honor some great, uh, some, some great, what's it called? Uh, people, not people, some great parts of our lives last year. So, uh. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Interesting. And yeah. how so, to get the details on that. Even I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a special uh, award that we are going to be uh awarding to a very special part of a movie that uh you'll be hearing about it at eight thirty tonight. So check it out, y'all. Nerdcore live show, eight thirty PM Central Standard Time. And yeah, I will definitely be on. Um it's called uh I think I'll be getting here literally at straight at eight thirty because I'm gonna go to a friend's art show and then I'm going to go, what's it called? Uh, I'll be be back for live show for sure.
1: All right. Be sure to tune into that, guys. Also, guys, be sure to tune into our website down below. Everything you can see on the banner, everything is linked below. Go check out all those different ways that you guys can find us. This month on the Patreon, we are celebrating with our Rockamania season. Every week until WrestleMania, you guys are going to be receiving the rock-themed content this month we took a look back at the royal rumble 2000 one of a a big year in the rock's life (laughs) was it worth it can't say it was but we definitely checked it out and we definitely (laughs) watched it uh but if you guys uh want to represent us and help us out in that way definitely go check out our merch store linked down below we have tons of high flyer radio merch on there we've got corporate geo merch we've got add more seasoning Key on merch, everything is on there, guys. Definitely go check that out. Uh, in two weeks, we're starting to build, guys. In two weeks, the High Flyer Radio pay-per-view watch-along. The live pay-per-view watch-along. Third season kicks off. Kylie was on today, announced. We now know three people who will be there for the Royal Rumble. Who will be the fourth? You got to tune in next week.
0: Yep. That's it. That's all we got that's it as always we want to thank you all so much for being patient with us and what's it called The uh, going getting through this a uh, very weird episode <laughs> where our energy was low and hey, everything man, was here. off in the beginning but it was still fun and it was still very uh a great time to have here with uh with aiden talking about some wrestling news as always you know like you said keep up with date to date with all those stuff and we will see you all next week on the same place at the same time And, of course, this has been the best wrestling podcast on the planet. It doesn't lie, y'all. It's a fact. It's in the Geneva Conventions. It's been High five Radio. Don't tap out.
1: Tune in. CBD gummies before we go live anymore guys, I promise.